I know it's been a long time coming, but here we are at Halloween. <laughs> I know, we're there nearly, aren't we? Oh. We've been a bit naughty, haven't we? We haven't oh, been here no. for a while. Forgive us, listeners. Forgive. Yeah, well, even to be fair, I've, I've actually been in York. Wow. So it's, it's super spooky, is York. It is. Yeah. It's really one of the best places in the world for spooks. Yeah, it's it, mad. It's because it. I, I, I was quite lucky there because I was on a Sunday. I was there really early doors. Nice. Right? So, and it was deserted. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, and it was, I could go down all the shambles yeah. and all the sort of spooky little alleyways and stuff. I could manage to get down there all on my own and just oh, wander brilliant. around. And it's like, sort of like warm, bright, cold, slightly misty morning. Yeah. The only queue that was there was 30 odd people long. For the uh, Shambles Ghost Shop. Oh, Have you right. seen this? No, I ain't seen, I've been in recently. They were all Harry Potter last time I went. Right, well, the thing that everybody in the world wants to do now is go to the Ghost Store. Oh. In. Um, uh, on the Shambles. On the Shambles. And basically, what it is, is this you can buy these little pottery ghosts, right? And they look like a dildo. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> They're not. Imagine like a, a ghost in a, in a, in a, in a sheet. With the spooky yes. eyes. Yes. It's one of those made of pot pottery or made of nice and tall then. They're, 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 they're about six inch tall sometimes. Like you oh, can yeah. get smaller ones, you can get slightly bigger ones, depending on how much you want to spend, you know. But the <laughs> whole thing is, is the experience apparently. Of buying them in so the go the, shop. Well of buying it in the go shop. You don't just go in, buy one, go, right, I'll tell them players, bye. Right. It's not like that. It's what it is, you queue for it and you get like a, a, a slot, you get an amount of time in the shop. Right. So you can go in, you can get like, um, what I, th I think the different shops have different experiences, I think there's three shops. <laughs> so one of them you go in, you put, choose the one you want, it gets on a spooky little train, the little train goes oh, around the shop, you can record all coming, choo choo, spooky, oh, spooky no. train. There's all these little things happen, everyone in the, in, but you get given loads of time, you get given like time to sort of buy things, and it's, it's like buying it, it's proper. What these people have done is they've properly assessed what a TikToker wants. Yes, yeah. You know, and they've been really cutting in a way, they've been That's really calming. Yeah, so people got an Instagram it. moment. That's exactly oh. what it is. Well, it's not even Instagram anymore. It's not an Instagram moment. It's just it's TikTok now. So basically, fucking, they've done the deal with the, all the shops that were Harry Potter. They're like, ah, shit, this is running a bit dry. Let's get a new idea. And someone's done ghost one, and everybody's like, yeah, close the Harry Potter shop. Let's get. Oh no, no, because they've got the, 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 there's only I think when this at least three, they're all owned by the same people. Ah, uh, all shambles, three shops. No, I don't, I don't know where the other ones are. Well, it's one know. of the shambles is the one to visit. Yeah, yeah. Right, and it's all done out like an oldie world the Harry Potter shop. Yeah, it's all yeah. done out like that. Like you might want to buy one there and yeah, all that. Exactly. Kind of like, They've know, just but... ripped all fucking scars. I'll go scars off yeah. and that like <laughs> <laughs> up. Yeah, that's it. Open it up and charge a fortune. Yeah. And but literally the queue is it's three hours to get in. Oh, people are queuing for three hours to get in and buy a ghost. And is that the main thing they sell? Just a little pottery ghost? Yes. That's oh, what they sell. Oh Jesus. So you go in, you have all this experience, you come over out with one of these ghosts. Can you put a candle in it or what? Oh no, no, it just stands there. <laughs> what? 
Is it? Is it a spooky ghost or is it a bit of a shit one? Shall I find a picture of one yes, of the ghosts? Yes, please. I bet they shit out there. Um, I want a terrifying ghost for these. That's what they look like. Not as bad as I thought. All right, all yeah, but you can colours. see the shelving underneath and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so you got every fucking colour. As if you don't, you don't want an orange ghost, do you? You need a fucking. Well, waxy no, ghost. people have them in all different colours. The matter, all oh, sorts of shit, God. and I don't know why. They're all a bit different, and I think people collect them, and you know, there's all this sort of stuff. And I don't know and what why. time with that, then. It, literally, they're, they're getting there early to be in front of the queue, so it's like seven o'clock. There's a big silly queue there. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, but I don't think they're open until about nine, so people can start queuing around the block for ages. Yeah. And and then they have to, and 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 that's what they're they're in there. They're just into this particular ghost. They want that particular ghost. People. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> What's up with him? What's Tell me about it, our kid. It's fucking strange, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. He just, he just is. It's, I mean, the, the, why the queue for three hours for that? I don't know. I don't. But I think some people just like to own uh, a, a, an object. I think. I think that is big, isn't it? You know what I mean? We are magpies at art, aren't we? We need to get get the shiny and the. The quirky door. Yeah, yeah, this is it, you know. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, this is the thing that kind of bamboozles me sometimes how people sort of like really into sort of. I'm, I'm feeling a niche coming on. Why don't we go for ghost dildos? We know that. <laughs> Nays, bro, we can put an order in. Yeah, we can get some awesome yeah. massive golden wa uh, ghost wangers. Yeah, let's get yeah. on the scale. Haunt your fanny with one of our dildos. Haunted fanny. <laughs> It'd be quite good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Give it a go, I We could have a full range, so we could have the big tentacle, couldn't we? We could have a lighthouse shaped one. Yeah! That'd be alright. How about a massive vibrating fish finger? <laughs> Breadcrumbed for your pleasure! <laughs> <laughs> Smells the same going in, in it's coming out. In it, tartar sauce lube. Big cherry tartar sauce. Come on, slide it on. Let me just butter you up, pal. Out. Giant vibrating finger. Yeah, lighthouse. You just see it on belly button. Ping. Yeah. Ping. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so that's the merch sorted out. So yeah, like, you, we'll you watch out for Cracking Curve at Christmas. You know, <laughs> for all the things your wife might need. Exactly. Because this is Cracking Curve, the podcast that shines a beacon onto the bazaar. And I'm Matt. I'm a Benny. And today, uh, we have been away for a while, but unfortunately, work commitments, uh, aside from being lighthouse keepers, have been fucking mental oh, recently. I feel for you. He does want to do it, I swear, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you say, it's, it's, it's finding the balance. It's all about finding yeah. the balance. You but know we're going to get through this year. We're going to get stronger and we're going to do more. Yeah, we, will be, we will be getting more regular shows. And this episode, although it's a Halloween episode, isn't going to be especially super spooky or anything because... You haven't had fucking time! <laughs> 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 I know! It, it, the thing is, we can't... I, I, we haven't had the connection... Look, uh, it's been a bit harsh, really, because we haven't really had the connection with you guys, the listeners, to sort yeah. of reach out for like listener stories. Exactly. Um, we haven't had that chance to sort of like really do the sort of spooky. Drum research. it up a bit, yeah. have we? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to do that. So what? I mean, I'll just to give a little glimpse behind the magician's cloth to how I sort of like uh, do my research and things. It's basically as I'm going through the whole week, I find stories. I look yeah, at stories, yeah. listen to people, talk to people. Little mini casting all time, little light on your head, isn't it? You're just constantly. So it out I just send myself the messages at home, then I collect the messages and uh, uh, all the little sort of emails. Into my stories, mm. get them all, 
together, and then there we go. But there hasn't been a ton of spooky news. The news itself at the moment has been fucking bleak. Yeah. <laughs> He's in it. It's yeah. getting worse and worse. So to actually find some fun, light-hearted, spooky stuff, yeah. it's actually been quite exactly. tricky. Exactly. He's just news is full in it. Yeah, it's, it's full. It's full. It's so full. I can't even put Ukraine in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Zelensky's absolutely fucked off. He's it, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and Ukraine's gone. That's it's it. Yeah. Over. He's yeah. left the Big Brother house. <laughs> Poor fucker. Oh, bless. So, yeah, so it's, it's harsh times as far as that's concerned. But what what I want to do going forward is we're going to look at perhaps doing, like, deeper dive researches in a sort of, um, sort of like, existing stories and spooky tales that we already know about and things, you know, something we could kind you, of cover. You've still got some gold, I bet. I know you are, kid. You know, it might not be spooky-dookie, but they're going to be interesting What tales. we need to do is uh, we need to crank up the old sort of, like, uh, the old curve lighthouse, get the yeah. old light going, dust it all off, and let's see what it can cast exactly, out upon. Exactly, I like yeah. that. Dust Let's that see puppy there. down. Here we go then. Let's Aye. start a casting. <laughs> Before you start, let me get a bit more timber on fire. Oh yeah, we've got to get it nice and warm and crackling because it's October. We're yeah. down on the beach still. We're it's proper misty. I can't see fucking yeah, lighthouse. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Is that a concern? I can't see the lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to see the light, or at least see it fog on. I can't, no. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> well, fire's on, isn't it? You can't see ah, that. That fuck might up. work a treat, man. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But um, so first boat out of the harbour today, even if we can't even see the harbour anymore, right? <laughs> he said, we got a little, uh, we got a little message from Steph. Oh, thank you, yeah, Steph. So she's there for us. Yeah, she's there for us. Good old Bless Steph. Her. That's absolutely fantastic. I'm not calling you old there, by the way, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> but she was, um, for those who don't remember or might be fairly new to the show, Steph has written in. She gave, she came up with the bit, bit best stories ever for yeah, Halloween. Yeah. The Magic Boy story. Yeah, yeah. And then following it up with, what is that other one with? They were really good punch she did on one of them about yeah, noises yeah, in her house. Couple, yeah, 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 she's yeah, always a couple, well. a couple of good ones. So this has been really interesting. So she sent us in uh, a thing. It's a follow-up on the dousing. Ah, nice. Yeah, so we've got the quick, the first one here is a story from, from, uh, from Steph about the dousing. So she says, hi, Matt and Benny. Loved your latest podcast. So interesting and definitely and made me want to visit and see the stones for myself. She says she feels the lack of connection to the ancient past here in Suffolk as there's hardly any stone bearing traces of the past. So nothing physical to be able to see and touch and get that connection. Now, I totally understand that some parts of yeah, England are completely empty of it. Yeah, they're totally devoid. Places like Norfolk and stuff like is that. Is that this reclaimed land? That's right. Is it? It, oh, wow. it, it's, a lot of it is from the sea. Although, ironically, that land is some of the oldest land. That whole You're going to like it is that whole land was still part of an area known as Doggerland. <laughs> 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 so there's a, there's a whole area between... Well, it's not really down there, but it does connect to it. Like, off the coast of the North Sea, or well, connected us to places like Belgium and, and Holland and stuff, there was a whole... The whole of the North Sea was open to... You know, it was just land. Yeah, I've seen pictures of that. Oh, maps of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't know it was called Doggerland. It was called Doggerland. Yeah. That whole area is called Doggerland. Well, we call it Doggerland. I don't know yeah. they called it Doggerland back then, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you trawlers even now will be going trawling for sort of like shellfish and clams and things. And they'll haul up an entire sort of like mammoth skull. Wow. Or a rhino or even yeah. stone axes and tools. Shit. 
people were living out there, so who knows what That's were out bad, there. Isn't it? Yeah. But it won't be as much stone on those big planes that were out there. They won't be like they won't really probably find standing stones and yeah, such. I think you need need big hills, don't you, with all that? Yeah, plan. that's it. And out there being, but this is the interesting thing they're looking into is they're looking into sort of finding that how many henges were made of wood. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot of tree henge kind of things going on. Yeah. So this is this is the thing they're looking at a lot more now. You know, what yeah. I mean? and recently they've only just recently found some um, stone. Um, wooden structures by the side of a river I'm not sure what about this was I, I haven't really got, got the paperwork with me but they found uh, these wooden structures mm. which looked like they might have been like a little either a landing for fishing off of oh, wow. but they were like planks and beams and, Shit, and they, were, yeah. they were notched so that this plank would fit into yeah, it to keep yeah. you off the water ah. and I think these things could be 150,000 years old Wow! so this is sort of like you know, sort of like evidence of place like woodworking during the time of the Neanderthals yeah, and stuff. So, yeah. you know, these wood structures could be a lot older. The wood, um, I heard one this morning about, the, you know, when you find like a fossilised prince in stone. Yeah. Um, and it's a pack of dogs uh, and a young boy running with the pack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is so, I mean, you think of that the age of that evidence, that's amazing. I've got to say, yeah. it's crazy old. Crazy yeah, old. you know, so, so that goes back to our conversations about when you want Domesticated dogs. Domesticated dogs, you know, yeah. like this blows it out of the water this one you know yeah, so he's little, like being brought up by the pack it's more like he's going out with the pack to yeah his own running thing. with them and hunting with yeah, them you yeah. know being all part, dogs yeah. are looking after him before they go back you know, yeah right? it's pretty cool stuff yeah baby so um steph goes on uh, my dad taught me to divine for water when i was little with sticks cut from the hedge uh, or homemade rods so she says i had no idea what metal he used it looked like an old wire coat hanger which is probably the chances of what, yeah. are, what it was my dad was brought up in a um, my dad was brought up in a farm and small holding family, so I guess he picked it up from them. But he used the skills often when he worked as a builder to find water pipes, electricity pipes, <laughs> all that. Wow! So he was basically, you know, sort of saying, right, we're going to be digging here. We need to find where water is. He was getting these pipes, the all wet electricity is. Yeah. These dowsing rods. And he trusts them that much. They worked. Because I never realised as a child that I was thought of as unusual or paranormal. It was just how you found pipes. <laughs> That's right? it. She says, he also used it to win a bottle of whiskey at a summer fair once, where they'd buried a nail and charged one pound a go to use divining rods to find it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> now he just rolls up straight because he's bottle of whiskey. Yeah, that's it. He's nice. used it. You know what I mean? So she says, uh, so Steph says, uh, I practice Reiki, which is all about the energy that flows through every uh, everything, including the human body. Various cultures have healing systems based on energy flowing through the body lines, which some call meridians. If you believe there's something in that, it's not such a leap to believe that energy also flows through our planet uh, in the same way and vice versa. I won't be surprised, I really won't be. Yeah. Now she says, my ears pricked up when you started talking about the ancient deer paths. Remember us uh, yeah, talking about yeah. that, yeah. She says, a few years ago, uh, I got really interested in a pagan goddess called Ellen, or known as Ellen of the Ways, referring to her links with deer tracks and the human pathways made where the, uh, where the deer trod which frequently follow ley lines. Oh. She can be traced back through Britain across ancient Europe to her origins in the Arctic. Wow. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Man. She's closely associated with deer, particularly the reindeer that were in the ancient Britain and, and on which people would have relied on for survival. She's often depicted as having antlers, as it's the female reindeer who keeps her antlers the longest. 
she's also been linked to Sheila Nagigs. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if those of you remember, the Sheila Nagig is a female sort of like form or spirit form of which has been carved into stones on lots of chapels and churches yeah. and things. And it's a very, like a, a very potent fertility symbol. The fact that there seems to be a folk memory of these tracks uh, and the character and the name Ellen, so, um, or versions of it being the same as the deer, name for deer in quite a few languages fascinates me, you know? So I think that's pretty interesting. That is that, really interesting. Yeah. Especially that bit, you know, we're just looking at the ley lines with the dowsing rods, but I like that bit about it's coming, you know, we're an electric bag of magnetism, aren't we? We're water, you know what I mean? So you just think, yeah, we when the part of that vessel of dowsing out where yeah, you know, well, this down is onto it, the yeah. energy lines. I, I'm, I'm getting more and more as I, I'm as people are sort of like we're, we're in a very fortunate time we're in at the moment because uh, there's a lot of people looking at sort of like life cells what we're doing yeah. you know what I mean life on other planets how far it might reach like the forest networks that we talked about before with all the uh, fungi and you know the connection yeah. to the forest and that, that energy it just doesn't look like a forest anymore does it just like well a, weirdly enough it is, they've actually rec I, I was going to use it for this week but um, you know the um, panda remember the large tree forest system that was all yes. one animal or one, or one living organism yes, yes, yeah. yes. Some, something mental like sort of 60,000 tonnes it weighs it's the largest living organism Yeah. Um, they've recorded the sounds of it, oh, wow. it creates a sound and I'm going to have to get that fucking fly I know, it's getting really it's fucking so fucking it's this um, I think it's because the high water as well that one held that Did a beauty. We had this haunting in his house two Halloweens ago. This massive blue bottle. I mean, it was his fucking beast, and he what? couldn't catch it. He was like the devil, and it all like accumulated on um, uh, Halloween. And managed to smash it. And I was, I've got a big fly. I've got a big fly. Um, and I threw it. You know, literally, I hadn't even I wiped my ass. I jumped off the toilet, killed it. Because uh, then it trapped in the bathroom, shut tell kids in that, uh, and I got this massive splat. And I'm like, what are you going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to throw it on my own, poop in the tile, and flush it away. Kids are like, yeah, you know, it's like the ultimate dirt. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but that night, I always do like, I don't do trick or treating, I always do like a little mini horror show in the kitchen, you know what I mean? But I had these fucking matchbox that had good buzz, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I had, I, I drew a big fucking fly on my hand as well. But, you know, I, I, had, to, I, had, I, had, these, I had these fucking buzz. Of water with these fucking like uh, light bath bombs, so they're all fizzing away and like you know, like a cauldron each. Yeah. And you know, just going to get you, just fucking madness, full yeah. portions, everything. And I'm making them chant, Big fly, big fly. So, you <laughs> know, some other, and, and, and it's buzzing like fuck is this. And I'm doing this fishing wire again, and I'm opening, you know, magically opening this fucking matchbox <laughs> and that. And it accumulated, I flipped it up, and all matches go everywhere. And I'm cool, I've got it, like, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. And the kids are like, What has he got it? big red eyes and everything on it like, <laughs> 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 it's absolutely crazy man yeah Fucking big hell. fly I'll stay it in <laughs> <laughs> I'll love it though I'll just I'll have to make oh, some of 
I need to go around your house and fuck it out. Oh, man, honestly. Like that, yeah. what I did last year. We just had more, like, Bluetooth shit everywhere. It's yeah. fucking weird. Oh, I know. So, so, so sorry about the little interlude where I've had to sort of fly, you know. And, and sorry to any vegans who might be listening. Oh, did he get it? I didn't even see yeah, that. I got it over there. Good, yeah, I'm yeah. good hunting. Got, got, got fly. No, flies. I don't know. Wasps and flies. I think I don't kill anything except for wasps and wasps flies. Wasps are really interesting, though. Are they? Yeah, they, they pollinate a lot more plants than you know. I've, I have heard that yeah. they are in the food chain. We do need them. And you know, watch they? them. They watch them as hunters. You watch them going to little corners and crevices and eating little flies and eating spiders. Yeah. And eating I like shit. that bit with doors when they're just fucking nibbling a door to death. You know yeah. what I mean? Little holes in it all over and that. Mad We've fun. been attacking them on <laughs> We keep finding uh, really angry wasp nests on um, on the docks. Um, yeah. And we were prodding me and lots of <laughs> We keep doing it. Like you have to bang it, then you got to do a task and then run off, you know what I mean? <laughs> they were the most intense shit you've ever done in your life. You know, when you're doing tasks and that, you have to like do certain things and then they're running off, you know what I mean? How fast you can run when you're scared. It's How amazing. Old are you now? Yeah, 47. <laughs> <laughs> You and Tolson live like children. <laughs> he's he's. He's like Lord of the Flies, literally. <laughs> we loose, loose wild children. It's just mental. Oh my god. Oh sorry. Back so anyway, yeah. thank you so much, Steph, for that amazing story. Did we finish it though? I don't know if we did that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. We, yeah, yeah. Cheers, Steph. Got, there for you. I added a few little bits there, but it's yeah, more, yeah. more, more, uh, a few lines for the curve and stuff. So yeah, yeah no, I mean. really appreciate it, Steph. Thank you. So, and more of you writing, be more like Steph, please, listeners. Yeah, and it's like. Well, <laughs> like we're gonna get the piss on have we we're not even managed to release an episode oh, no, in yeah. four weeks let's not get pissy <laughs> sorry listeners <laughs> but no so it's like um but i, I have to say as I, the more i've gone on i do believe in all the old concepts of like and believing more and more energy there's a lot more going on than we understand yes yeah. there's a lot more about like even like magnetism about sort of like how the fields of magnetism work how polarity of the earth can flip yeah vibrations dude yeah it's fucking all about the vibrations I see you know from Tesla what like a big fish finger yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you remember that story the the, the the dude who was it the White Castle or something like that the book he moved all those rocks around oh yeah like I mean, a, yeah yeah, yeah I remember that yeah just that you know he's such a documented case and he did incredible shit that you can really record you know what I mean yeah. and, and look at but you just think he would just saying it was the vibrations or stuff I think that is the future I think we're going to see a lot more of that well it, well again talking about moving stones I mean you know, as I said you know uh, as Steph said saying that she doesn't have like standing stones and stuff in her area where she lives um, Suffolk they've realised now but because some of the stones are different colours are standing mm. stones so one of the main stones on Stonehenge now they've been looking at it, they suddenly realised Oh shit! This isn't a stone from this area. Now, a load of the, 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 the what they call this, I think they call them the Sarsen stones. I might yeah. be very wrong in this. They realise they're all from Wales. Oh. They're shipping shit. But if you think where they are in sort of like basic down sort of, you know, near. I'm trying to think of shit. My mind's gone completely Avery sort of area. Isn't it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. Where Wiltshire, Wiltshire, that is in. So from they've been dragged or moved yeah. all the way from Wiltshire. Yeah. And there's no wheels, they didn't have the wheel then. Yeah. They had to get these stones across to sort of like to, to, to Wiltshire from Wales. Yeah. So they found the site where the stone, the original stones, where they found the sockets where these stones have been moved from. Wow, yeah. So they know the original site and where they were laid out and how they were laid out in Wales. Yeah. 
the realise they've been pulled all the way across to Wiltshire and they've been Wales. set up there. Then the massive stones have been set up around them once now, yeah. so it's such a, such a massive sort of uh, structure. There's one that I think the classic is like an altar stone, they call ah, it, yeah, you know what I mean? Come from Yorkshire. That's it. Yeah. So if you think of the distance there, that kind of pulling these stones from A to B to C sort of thing, it's like either extremely determined people five, six thousand years ago yeah, were yeah. just dragging these stones across the ground on a massive journey, or were they floating? Yeah, some mad vibration. Yeah, have you seen that Easter Island one? Where they said how they move them, the walk them. Yeah, 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 that's like, quite a fascinating one. I quite like yeah. that. But you still do, you know, if you go for an obelisk type, yeah. But then you look at Egyptian stones, you're like, nah. Well, you have you seen with the Easter Island ones? What they've done now is they've dug them up, dug some of them up. They realise the entire body is under the ground. Yeah, yeah. Fucking mental. It is proper mental. Yeah, yeah it's really fucking crazy. We know, and it makes me laugh though. We, we, you know, like in 2000, we know everything, don't we? We've got answers for everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, just a basic like that. Yeah. Just, we know. So much, so much shit we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we know bit. nothing. Yeah, keep yeah. an open man. I'm glad your mind is opening now. Yeah, open it. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a poo pooer though. You just seem yeah, to be but a you bit believe more. everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun place to be. <laughs> sure. You believe everything. <laughs> You believe the fact I said staying in a hotel, you believe that they actually gave the dog a bed with a pillow and sheets. <laughs> well, it's a quirk, isn't it? I'll stay it's that. fucking bullshit. That's why my kids into that. <laughs> Now we've got to get into the serious business now. We've got to get in some serious news now, Ooh. sort of thing, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, obviously there's been the uh, awful attacks on by Hamas on Israel, yeah. you know what I mean? And then there's obviously Israel's response, which has been fucking... It's a little bit dodge for me, Aki. Yeah, well, that's it. I usually like to swear for all that old fucking subject matter. It's all a bit tricky, really. But, yeah. you know, some of this has been brought a little bit closer to home, market. Mm. I hope I think it's what I think it is. <laughs> 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 I only got it yesterday. Oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, is it the woman in Doncaster? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wording she uses. We're not giving them away. Yeah. It's the irresponsible. Or, yeah, well, oh, let me fuck go, me. Let I want to smash her in her face <clears throat> so hard. So, a woman in Doncaster, <laughs> right, she slams selfish paragliders around the area who made her think Hamas. Was invading Doncaster. <laughs> so picture that. Middle of fucking nowhere Doncaster. In a nowhere village off Doncaster. Sees paragliders that she probably sees every fucking Sunday. But suddenly it's in news and she thinks they're all swooping down on her shit yeah. ass village. To do fucking what? What? I can imagine they all land them all going, oh fucking hell, fire up the paragliders again. They <laughs> yeah. want to get out of here. This is well grim. Yeah. So it says, a, a Brit had to be reassured that Hamas was not invading her village when she saw paragliders flying over her home and panicked. She was under attack. The woman reached out on social media when she saw a number of hobbyists on the aircraft, similar to those used by the group's members in the attacks on a festival in Israel which killed hundreds of people when they flew over the heavily fortified border. 
She was reassured when a number of people replied to her post that it was unlikely that Hamas had turned its attention on her home of Armthorpe near Doncaster. <laughs> Fucking armpit. So she wrote on Twitter, Whoever thought it was funny to parasail over the village, it was an extremely poor taste. Take your twisted hatred somewhere else. You fucking There was illusion. two parachutes with engines like Hamas used at the festival and it gave me a fright. Thought it was some kind of scare tactic or protest. Fuck me, you deluded bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. I can't, honestly, oh, that is shocking. I, I've, I've Selfish. I've decided I want people like them on the show. I would love yeah. to fucking interview her. I'd dress up and terrorise her. I'd just come screeching around gliding <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Proper yeah. fucker, Edel. Chase her all the way home. Chase her all the way back to Doncaster. Come to Leeds. We you need got you in the garage and yeah. say, like, I want Gaza back. Yeah. Like, but I'm from Armhurst in Doncaster. <laughs> Don't care, I want Gaza back. Yeah, I'm what? thinking you were responsible. Yeah. You fucking. Oh. But. I found it really interesting. Another thing I, I found recently was that somebody who was with a narcissistic personality disorder. Now we're talking about people being sociopaths and things like this. Yeah. yeah. There was this guy and he's been diagnosed with a, a, a extreme narcissism. Wow. And now he's so it's, it's almost like a, a, a self. It's like a lizard eating its own tail, is this? So the doctors have basically said to him, "Look, yeah, this is what's wrong with it. You've yeah. got it." And he's there saying, "Look, you know, I, I want to kind of raise a bit of awareness here because." Um, you know, it's almost like people. I can have ADHD. People can have sort of like yeah, autism yeah. things. This is like that. It's a condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got. She unspoken. Yeah, like. but the only thing is, it don't make him any more pleasant. Yeah. It still comes across as an absolute wanker. Yeah. Because the way he's trying to raise awareness <laughs> is by saying, "Look at me! Look at me! It I've is. got narcissistic <laughs> personality disorder." He's <laughs> around a, a chinking hour and they're like. Wait a minute. It's a way of raising awareness about me. <laughs> yeah, don't allow him at all. He's yeah, not so good for him. So, yeah. you know, you think you know, everybody else sort of like somebody put, you know, trying to raise awareness of all various. And you know, you, let's face it. We've heard your story. Yeah. They haven't heard mine. <laughs> this is brown fucking you. What I want, I want one of you selfish fuckers to run the London Marathon for me. Yeah. Yeah. Raise awareness. Autism, autism. Autism. Shit. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> like, I'm doing it. So I think that's what she's got. She's got. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, oh, absolutely. It's all centres around her. It's narcissism. It's that thing, you know, of her. She's looked up at the sky. She's thought, they're coming for me. Yeah. In yeah. the paraglide. Can you imagine on a Sunday morning or something looking up and seeing a couple of paragliders going over? You, the last thing on your mind, you'd be thinking they're coming for you with machine guns. Well, with at least Bradford fucking airport, you don't think, oh shit, there's a Spitfire coming. You know what I mean? It's like, what, what are you fucking on about? He's like, got bombs on it, that big plane. Yeah, that's why she big, that's her mindset because she's the centre of her own little fucking world at all times. Oh man, she needs terrifying. To get her out of it, she needs terrifying daily. <laughs> and you're the man to do Yeah, it. me and that narcissist fucking dude hell, will do it. <laughs> Where do you get that bomb vest you're
What we need now is something a little bit spooky, don't we? Oh! We need to get spooky Halloween. Now this to me, this fucking spooked me up. Did it? Yeah, this did right. Now I've seen this before, a little bit, and this person's seen it, so the, 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 the reader, or the writer of this piece, is responding to another story. Right. And, and this is why I found it. So it's like I followed a little bit of a sort of like, a, a little bit of a trail, as it were, uh, for this. And you'll see why. So she says, I'm looking to share a story and see if anyone has had or heard of a similar experience. I sleep outside whenever I can, often in a bivy, which is like a bed on the ground, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. a wild camping, really, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, right? In many years of loving cover-free camping, so she's sleeping out in the open, she's yeah, not really no, yeah. bivy bag. I like that, like, yeah. Arctic sleeping bag, yeah, she has it's all good it, stuff, yeah. And she goes, I've never experienced anything like this. The last few nights I've been hammock camping on a friend's land and last night decided to move the hammock and put it on the ground and use it as a bivy to get a better view of the night sky. So anyway, it started off just like with a sound, like a grinding, strange, like a grinding, rasping sound, right? Yeah. She could hear it. As she woke and came around, she realised she was in pain. Oh. She was suffering pain. She could hear this grinding, yeah. right? And she, oh my God! And it was her face. <laughs> Something was grinding on her face. <laughs> <laughs> you were it. Say some music on that. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It was about 1am, and I woke up with a really painful nose. <laughs> Morning, baby! <laughs> it's delicious. So she fucking, she, she, she put her hand back, her hand up to her face, and pulled it back, and it was covered in blood. Oh, God. And when she turned on her torch, she saw that two big slugs were eating her nose while she slept. Oh, Jesus. Can they eat me? Yeah. Ugh. They were eating her fucking nose. Oh, oh, slugs. Slugs. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Now, I've, I haven't got the photo with me, but I have seen the photo of this. She's fucking covered in blood. The, oh the, the damage they've done to her nose is fucking amazing. Jesus, oh that is horror, sure, that is fucking it. awful, isn't well, we've it? We've gone over that story that always terrified me, that kid at a party ate a slug as a laugh, and he, he like in the hospital three days later, crippled yeah. three days later, dead Died, three yeah. weeks later. Or you want to be swerving slugs. Yeah, it was like a rat lungworm he died from, completely paralysed and dead, you know what I mean, yeah. that's a young lad. So dirty well, we get some of, we get some of the biggest slugs in the world in the UK. Like, is it the leopard? You get the leopard slug is one of the biggest ones. That's absolutely they're right, gross. Yeah. When you open black bin and they're all snugged round it, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, bin. Yeah, yeah, like oh, you dirty oh, bastards! Have you no dignity? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find dirtiest, squelchiest place ever. <laughs> this stinks of shit and there's no light. Yeah. Let's stay in here, shall we? Oh. You know? They've no ambition on the slugs. They aren't all. You know, snails are territorial. Our slugs. 
had it no snails necessarily. Absolutely, were. I've thrown loads out of garden. They come back. I found one the other day. It was on its way back. It was proper like it was all covered in dust and shit and pebbles. <laughs> Middle of the day, sunshine on it, and he was he was hammering way over like <laughs> boot. <laughs> well, here's a little trick you can do, which I find quite good for. Uh, actually. Yeah, I've I'm done this. You told me this. With yeah. nail varnish. Yeah, yeah, paint them up. Numbered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a number of more or painting with a with a number of dots on the nail varnish on the shell. People who are sort of like uh, don't like animal cruelty, you know the. the Turn off now. <laughs> it's not really cruel. They don't know. They don't know, do they? Yeah. So a little dab of nail varnish or sort of like enamel paint on on the shell, and it's quite good fun seeing all snails. Well, they're up, eating our flowers and veg, aren't they? So you might as well keep track of who's doing it, who's the culprit. <laughs> but I swear, Matt, the, the fiercely um, territorial I've heard. Yeah. Fiercely. Oh right. Uh, oh, no, I didn't know about it. I'd imagine uh, snails probably are then if slugs are, they're very so closely. I tell you uh, what, when I've had a barbecue and all fats dripped on the floor and that, oh slugs are all over it, they're proper like dirty orgies all over it. You know, really? slug trails in the morning. I've always noticed they God they love that fatty stuff. Yeah. And I thought they were more like into flowers and uh, leaves and shit. But noses yeah. eating a goddamn lady. Uh, well, nose. I'm, I'm gonna say something controversial here now. I'm done with barbecues. Oh, mate, don't, don't give up on them, man. Oh, don't give up on me, baby. Mate, don't, don't. I've got a pan that'll change your fucking life. A pan? A pan. Uh, so, basically, imagine a frying pan, but it's just covered in holes, little round holes. Yeah. And you can, ch- you know, instead of it falling down great at barbecue, you can't do proper, like, um, let's say, loads of prawns and cockles and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Uh, or scallops. Um you chuck them in this pan with a bit of butter, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, like a frying pan? Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, it ain't a fucking frying <laughs> pan, is it? Because it's all smoky taste coming out of it, you know what I right. mean? Right. Um, cook them like that, instead of just, all right, sausages and burgers are well boring on a barbecue. Yeah. Do it spicy. I might it have up. to do this. I might have to do this. Maybe that's all. Maybe I've just become so- jaded. Oh, sausages and fucking beef. I'll still bang a few on for kids and that, but yeah. I'm just eating all shellfish and weird stuff, you know what I mean? Because of this frying pan. Change your life. Get your slugs on it. <laughs> oh. But yeah, well, things with slugs, you see, a lot of people don't know, like with slugs and snails. Um, you have a little look at his slugs, slugs gob. Yeah. Right? And if you look, he's got two big grinding pads. All right. That's how they chew. He so it's, and these these grinding pads have got like the, it's like a rounded it's almost like a little drum yeah and it's got they've got the I mean the clastest teeth they're not though they're like little hooks like little spikes all along them oh, right in ridged spikes the hardest substance in nature wow is, is a snail's or a slug's teeth or grinding what, pads what more than diamonds just well it's in created by so you know like we've got yeah our, right yeah, teeth and yeah yeah bones. that's it but they are on the same scale as diamonds they're almost oh, as strong as diamonds so you could have proper munched and all oh, but one thing I wonder about though is you know say like when we die there's like all our bones and teeth and stuff yeah yeah I wonder if there's loads of little skeleton teeth of like slugs and snails oh all yeah they won't go, will they? No. I might burn one up and have a look. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking, <laughs> fucking hell. I'd have a look. <laughs> you pick it up. me pan. Yeah, fry them down and out. Fry them down and out and see if yeah. you can find a little snit of slug's teeth. Oh, you know, like, like a pair of brass like, knuckles. Like we are I'm fucking busy, you know? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's just you. I'm busy as a bastard and you're there frying snails and frying the teeth. 
<laughs> Unlucky for teeth. That well, it's snail same though. They got grindy teeth. Or it's yeah. just slugs. Yeah, they were wow. exactly the same. The same, bir- virtually the same speed. Fucking lazier slugs though, aren't they? You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> snails are proper evolved, and they're just like we're. Fi- you're not finding some well, like almost version at yeah. the tramp snail. But at least they can tuck up in some car. Oh, they've got home. Yeah, that's what the tramp slugs are living out. Yeah. Oh, where's Bean? I need a Bean. Fucking no, mate. We're not bean juice, shit. <laughs> Snails have got dignity, haven't they? They have. They've got dignity, you know, know what I mean? mean? It's like yeah. they've got a nice little caravan. And they're sucky as well. I, I can't imagine. I don't pick up slums, but I don't think they'll be as sucky as a snail. You know what I mean? If one of the snails on a window, you're like... Yeah. You but I can't up, imagine yeah. it doing that with a slug. Somebody was saying, I, I saw this online recently, that apparently, you know, if you see a snail, you think, hey, oh, there's a snail, and drag it off the floor, and yeah. you kill it. Oh. But, um, uh, same as a slug, because apparently what they do, they create, like, a mucus disc to yeah. slide on. And if you pull it up, it kind of almost pulls that. It can damage the foot. Oh. So apparently the thing to do... I mean, fuck snail, uh, fuck slugs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck slugs. Same as flies and Yeah, there, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> in category, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. But apparently, what you think to do before you pick up a, a, a snail and chuck it in your neighbour's garden? <laughs> yeah, like you do. Yeah. As you do, as everybody does, is you tap a shell. All and right. It retracts in. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that can... with snails. I've got yeah, no issues with snails. I mean, you're no beef with snails, have you? What other animals can we fuck? You know what I mean? Just like, oh, no, like that. I mean, like, they can proper fuck off. And, you know, if you had a flamethrower, you'd be like, yeah, turn it on, our kid. Ooh. Seagulls? No, I like, I'm quite keen on the seagull. Yeah. I like the noise. On the morning at seaside. Yeah, yeah. You know, I quite like all the sound of that. I do them at Brid, though. You know, the proper dirt ones that I haven't even seen sea, they've just seen waffles and all that <laughs> shit. I could burn <laughs> they them. They're see. <laughs> I know, but they don't they turn well, the back of the rubbish animals. The rubbish animals that you can knack. Um, I don't know, really. Don't think of any. You might, might stop at slugs, you might do. Yeah. Well, what about dolphins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're getting there. They're getting an yeah. issue at dolphins. Well, let's know. have a little think about that, shall we? You'll come yeah, back yeah. to that one. <laughs> <laughs> animals right Ooh. so we've got a story here about a um, there's a whale right called spirit now I, I'm, not, I'm not a big believer in sort of like wild animals naming them but what mm. they do is the reason why they name a lot of like wild animals people observers and stuff yeah. that fucking fly he's just taken back off he's so woken up yeah, I had a haunted fly the fucking <laughs> 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 right, let's kill this cunt we can't have that coming back at us <laughs> So observers of sort of like uh, things like uh, marine creatures, you know, these, these people who are sort of like keeping out these things. So they do name them after the markings and things right, like that. Yeah. That's the reason why they name them. So they think, all oh, right, we know spirits turned up here now. Yeah. We know the situation. And in this particular situation, this humpback whale, female humpback whale, right? Um, she's, turned, she's got a car, oh, no. so it's a very sort of like important observation. We know what the breeding patterns are, where they're going to be, and all this sort of stuff. Right? Swimming with cows and that is like yeah, very yeah. impressive. <laughs> oh, <stop>. <laughs> <laughs> right, so a recent incident at the coast of Flinders Bay in Western Australia shows that this sort of like this had happened. Right, so what happened is they'd observed spirit turn up with the with a young calf, right? 
baby whale, as yeah, you like to go. Yeah. They stay with them for quite a few years, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. But the issue that they have is that females come into season when they haven't got a calf. Right. So this happens with a lot of, say, for example, like this happens with lions as well. So, yeah. like, a lions will come, male lions will come into an area, they'll find all the females, the females got cubs, they'll kill all the cubs. Uh. The women, or the female women, <laughs> the, the female lions come into season, so they'll mate with all the females, wow. and all the cubs born are theirs then. Yeah. This is the same for whales. Oh, no. So, their spirit, swimming along there in sort of Flinders Bay in Western Australia, it's got the car, they get ambushed. Oh. Right, five massive males turn up. Oh, right shit. now, what happens is the race. This is how the mating sort thing goes with, with whales: is they race. So what happens is she goes fast, they go faster, and just chase and chase and chase. Oh, and the, the aim is to exhaust her, yeah, so yeah, she yeah. kind of gives in. It's not yeah. a pleasant process, no, really, to be honest. Like you know, it, yeah. but when she's got young, it will inevitably kill the calf. Yeah, it will yeah. kill the calf. There's a very good chance it'll kill her. Oh, God. There's sometimes because there's a big old fucking male, sort of like got 70 tons or something, yeah. trying to mate with her. After she's exhausted. Yeah, she can't get up for air. Can't yeah, she? this is it, you know what I mean? So, so she's, she's realising things are bad, right? Yeah. They, they might purposefully kill the calf straight away mm. and then do the chase. That's mm. a good chance that'll happen, you know what I mean, right? The start of the chase, things are going, she's trying to protect the calf, she's getting herself in between her and the calf, right? The males are obviously just becoming awful. Yeah, they yeah. get into that place, the situation dire, right? And then she's rescued. A pod of dolphins rock up. No way! And a massive pod at all, just come from nowhere, right? Ugh. Come out, get and wedge themselves between the male whales wow. and spirit and her calf. Wow, the, the redemption of the yeah, dolphins. The dolphins up, and what they're doing, they're coming out of the water, they're baring the teeth, they're no. screaming, they're carrying on alarming, they're abs they start threatening these dol these whales. God. They totally kick off at the whales. Now, the size difference is unreal. I mean, these yeah, are, these yeah. are the, I think they're about as big as they get is half a ton, is a dolphin, right? yeah, which is still fucking yeah, massive. Is, you know it? what I mean? It's a big animal. But the, the, I don't think this particular species are a half ton species. They're not that big. There's enough of them, and they're acting aggressive enough that these males back off. Wow, five massive whales. Five massive whales all back off, right? And they all start sort of like, you know, they just, just don't know how to fucking react. They don't know what's going on. It completely bamboozles the whales, God. right? But what happens then is something even stranger. <laughs> the old dolphin stick turns on cat. <laughs> <laughs> we knew the monkey bastards. <laughs> fucking blow her like that. <laughs> well, what happens is one of the males changes its behaviour. It suddenly almost like comes to its senses, realise what's going on. Yeah. It suddenly starts protecting spirit and the calf as well. Wow. Takes over that protective pattern. Yeah. Sees off the other big males properly, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because it's only a big male could do it. And then they just swim gently off together. So it takes oh. takes on the spirit, takes on the calf, protects them both. And the and dolphins. Took dolphins to change his yeah. mind or to see see sense. That's it. it God, it, it didn't like dolphins though, either. They're no, not proper naughty. Yeah, well, they can be. You know what I mean? Oh. It's, yeah. Well, they, they saved Dick Van Dyke, didn't they? They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they That's did. it. You didn't dream it <laughs> this time. <laughs> You're a beautiful dream. <laughs> well, it would be, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Oh, Step man. in time, Mary yeah. Poppins. Is he still alive? Yeah. 
God, he's eternal, isn't he? Nearly 200 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's bad as Bruce. He went on for a fair whack, didn't he? Oh, oh. really? Bruce Forsyth. Oh, right, right, yeah. Bruce Forskin. <laughs> 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 You <laughs> were getting scary at one bit. I was saying to kids and that. Like, do you wow. find that a w- weird? You do find some people you sort of think, oh, you wasn't he great? Wasn't he sitting there? Oh, he's still alive. Like, what? I know. What? It's freaky. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah. It's like the bloke. Uh, what was the actor called? Who was he? Who was Ming the Merciless? Oh, oh, I don't know. It's I only know. Yeah, him, I'm gonna have to look this up. I can't remember his name now. Well, when you look it up, I've got a right tale here for you. Right, right. young soldier, Second World War kicks off. Oh no, Korean War kicks off, and that. Yeah. He, he gets enlisted. Thinks he's going to the front. They're like, oh no, no, we just want you to be a fucking uh, a lifeguard at the uh, army barracks swimming pool. He's like, what, yeah. what, what? Yeah, exactly. And that's how he did his tour. He's just like, yep, I'm all right with that. Thank you. Yeah. So he just starts making best of it. He realises he can get free flights. If if he dresses in uniform. Oh, well, where is he again? Where's America. He's... Right, America, yeah, just right, in America. Yeah, yeah. In America! <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he's looking, I think it's some weird name, like they call him Adonis or something like that, like, you know, big tall chap. Um, and he, he starts flying out country, doing it for free. He's just having a whale of a time with chicks and stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, he gets a flight home, other side of America, uh, leaves it a little bit late, yeah. needs to be back on the swimming pool the next day. So he's, he's there, goes down to uh, air base, no flights. I'm like, whoa, no, I need a flight. Well, there's one flight, but you can't get in it. He's like, what do you mean? It's like it's just like a larger than a Spitfire. It's like a bomber. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Single seat bomber. And he goes to see chap. He's like, mate, I've got to get back. He's like, you can't get in. You're not sat on my knee. You can't get in. He's like, what about a little radar, radar cabinet back there? He's like, no, mate, get out of it. He's just, yeah. you'll freeze back there. You know what I mean? But like, let me in the goddamn thing. I need to get back. Please, I'm going to get bollocked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, go on then. Cramming. So, he gets into the Adonis, whatever his name is. Bulk shuts the door on him. They take off. Straight away, door flaps open, sticks to fucking side at plane. Oh, They're getting no. higher and higher and higher. He's, He's like, there. oh shit, I'm going to die. The oxygen's too low. I'm going to yeah. die. I'm gonna die. He tries, passes out. Yeah, he tries when you He tries open, he couldn't do it, and then he just passes out. Luckily, pilot's flying like, Oh shit, I didn't fill up. And he's too far away to do it. He's like, oh, he didn't fill up. You know what I mean? Then he's CO2 goes. He's like, oh fuck, I ain't got nowhere either. So he just literally die bombs bound above sea and has to ditch into water. You know what I mean? Yeah. By this time, Adonis has woke up like, what the fuck? Ah, fucking hell. He jumps out, sees um, Pilot get out as well. Both big, you know, like um, inflatables come out. They're they're running, you know, they're in each. They can keep together. They're paddling. Compass out, let's go east, we'll hit America eventually. Massive storm comes, you Fuck. know what I mean? Adonis gets flicked out, other bloke couldn't even paddle towards him, you know what I mean? He's literally in water. And then through all the fog and that, he sees like a, a lighthouse, you know what I mean? Yeah. Flashing. Swims like hell to the lighthouse, gets there. His mate's already paddled there and that, you know, he's hypothermic and everything, you know what I mean? They get yeah. him inside, warm him up and all the rest of it. Two late, d- days later, they ring up, you know, they go collect him, bring him back to hospital, and he's fine, survives. Clint Eastwood. (laughs) 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 Shit. Yeah, man. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Fucking hell, fire. You just get that up? Yeah. No! (laughs) That's true, is that? True tale. Fucking hell, fire. (laughs) Right. Well, if... if, if, um... Well, I'm sure it is true, you know. <laughs> well, doubt, any doubters, let me know. Well, the good done. thing is about that whole era of sort of like uh, the um, 
sort of actors who are in World War Two. Yeah. The fucking some of the stuff. They need a book. We just need a book on actors who are in World yeah, War Two. You yeah. know what I mean? I Lee, Mar- Lee yeah, Marvin yeah, when he was fucking hell fire. You were an Iwo Jima. Exactly. Sniper. Shot in the ass, wasn't he? Yeah. Only one to get back off island. No, the Max von Sydow is the actor who was Ming the Merciless, by the way. Oh, is he Exorcist dude? Yeah. Wow, I didn't yeah. know. On the chess dude, didn't he, when he played Death and that? Uh, yes, that's Luckily, it. Luckily, he won. He wouldn't have had much yeah. of a career. Uh, he, were, he was in, he was in uh, Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. Force Awakens, he was in that. He was in... Um, oh, fucking... He's been in loads of oh, you, When you look at the films, he uh, was... I believe he was Vigo in uh, Ghostbusters. The thing gets me, though, he was proper old in 1976 when Exorcist were done. Yeah. And he's really, really old now. Yeah. 47 years later. Yeah, this is it. The things he was in. So he was, he, I'm trying to remember the name of that, that film now, the, the, where he was the, uh, De- uh, playing Death. Yeah. Good film. Have you seen it? It's a real good film, isn't is that? That one even his first film, Seventh Seal. He was a young boy. Yeah, in a fil- his first film was like a young, like in a German film, yeah. like a proper young boy. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah, Seven Seals. It's fucking yeah, really only good. a mother, nineteen forty-nine. I think he was, it says he was only young in that, but I think it's uh, you know. But when you go through the films that you sort of like, you start going Max von Sydow. What films he was in? He's like fucking what that 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 I everything. He, uh, he was just in everything. Is he still alive? Or did he die last year? He, he has died now. Yeah. I think he died about two years ago. You know what I mean? He's an amazing career, though. Yeah, he's just absolutely an religious. Exorcist. I love the Exorcist man. That is. Yeah. Tell me what's really underrated, Exorcist 3. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good film, is that it links it. If you just forget about Exorcist 2 and just go 1 3. Yeah. It's very, very good. Have film. To, I'll have to give it a whirl. Oh, I'll mate, to, it's one of the yeah, best jump world. scenes in any film. Yeah, yeah is that one across the. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Massive scissors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, there we have it. We've gone. I don't know how the fuck we started dying around. Know, so we've with a fly one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was a whale. Yeah, that was The dolphins have been right good. Yes. Well done to dolphins. Yeah, quick round of applause for the dolphins. Yeah, well done. Arcade, we can't not cover it anymore. Bigfoot. Yes, yes, absolutely. So this is a story now that Benny's uh, brought to my attention first of all. Obviously, he's a Bigfoot fan. Oh, he's a boy. Believer. Like, he's always had a thing for hairy men. <laughs> <laughs> Taller the better, Arcade. Yeah. Stinky. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we realise now this new footage has occurred and yeah. been recorded of, um, of Bigfoot in action. Now this has been uh, Colorado. The new footage has been uh, been uh, 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 recorded. It was recorded by Stetson and Shannon Parker, and they were actually on the uh, the Durango and Silverton Narrow Gauge Railroad, right? So they're taking this beautiful rail yeah. trip, right, all through the mountains and all through the Colorado Rockies Hours and things. Yeah, way, it, you know? that's it. Yeah, so they're on, and it's a narrow gauge railway. So it's a slow railway. Yeah, this was a railway that's probably used for sort of like. You know, getting people in area, but in areas, but it also supplies coal, fuel, things yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. It's a slow, it's small. Up there, yeah, that's it? exactly right. Exactly it. So it was just this small railway. So it's a slow-going railway. So they're there. Uh, it was their tenth anniversary trip they were doing. So mm-hmm. tenth wedding anniversary. They took this lovely trip. So they're there with the cameras, taking footage and all this sort of stuff, right? 
but they were on the last car of the train. Yeah. That's where they were. So you know, so they're recording out the window and all this sort of stuff, right? And next thing, what do you see? Describe what we see, our kid. Well, just to go back on that, I heard that it was them two chelping like, oh my God, look at that. And it's someone behind them that leans forward with the camera phone and records it. Right. That's what I heard with it. Because it just makes it better for me to think, right, they're setting it up. You know, they're waiting for it, blah, blah, blah. But what you do see, you know, yeah. you hear them say, look at that, we know, blah, blah, blah. And you do see a Sasquatch, you know what I mean? Or someone in a fucking very realistic Sasquatch school. Big hairy dude, looks about seven foot, doesn't he? Or tall, yeah, yeah. Big lumber to his walk. And he's walking along, he turns, sees the train coming, and straight away, one more step, and then just ducks down, crouches, and stays in a crouching position. And he just goes totally camouflaged, doesn't he? You know yeah, as soon as he stops really, moving, you can't see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And zoom in's on the face as well. It, it ain't like someone in a ghillie suit or someone just in camo or something like that because it is a proper like hairy yeah. Bigfoot, you know, like bald Bigfoot face. It's one of two things. It's either Bigfoot or it's somebody in a Bigfoot suit. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You know, that's all. You might know where the single trade track is. You might think this is going to be the best one ever. But I still think you'd fuck about a bit rather than hide. You know, if you wanted to show yourself off as a Bigfoot, you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd, you'd, the idea that the, the fact he sat down was weird. Yes, but and sat down really, so yeah. soon, you know what I mean? It, and it was a proper sit down, so I'll give you a little description of what I saw. So it's like, you know, you can hear people talking, and you are right, it was um, it was uh, uh, Stetson Parker and his wife, and he says that somebody behind them, a fellow passenger, recorded the footage as they were talking. So they kind of leant forward and did the recording. So that's three people seeing yeah. it there, you know what I mean? Some people have already said, "Oh, I think it's a bear. I think it's that. It's not a bear. It's no, not a bear. It's not, not. It's not. You know what yeah. I mean? It is. This is a, a this is a bipedal erectus. <coughs> <laughs> I'm isolating that. <laughs> erectus. Erectus. It is a bipedal creature of some sort, humanoid. Yes. Which we can't deny. And it looks to have extremely long forearms to yeah. me. So look, the arms look unnaturally long and hairy. The full body's hairy. It's a sandy, patchy, mottled, hairy body. Yeah. All furry, covered in fur. And it does seem to have... If I were to describe the face, quite a lot like the orangutans off Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good that sort of yeah, looks. Yeah. It's an ape, so imagine like a hair, slightly hairless face. Yeah, it was hairless. Peering out from the hairy head and body and neck. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd see a hairless... And it did seem, the look I'd use is simian. So you'd have that raised sort of like muzzle. That's yeah, so you'd yeah. have a, you'd have a, 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 a protruding muzzly kind of face yeah, to it. You yeah. want a flat face. Um, fur and everything was really good. Everything sort of yeah. looked right. The, the natural gait and the walk looked good. The only thing I didn't like mm -hmm. was it looked like trousers. They look baggy. You know, when I went on to the last Bigfoot one, when I saw that, that muscle, you can see muscle twitching on the yeah. legs. You know, you can see shape and muscle definition. But you're right with that. It did look baggy. But, God, it's a long way away with that one. You know but you I mean? can also say with that, the, these, if they are, if both films were right, the uh, I think the different species of mm. the same sort of creature. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think you got yourself, it's almost like you'd have sort of like, I don't know, 
Homo habilis and Homo erectus, you'd have yeah. sort of like two different species of Bigfoot or whatever. Going kind of back to it, we know the original uh, Patterson, uh, is it Gimli Patterson film? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that were female because they had a massive pair of knockers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this one, it looked, you know, like it didn't have a pair of knockers, you know what I mean? Yeah. It made a difference. So you think, oh, it could be a male, you know what I mean? And it could be a bit more, it looked a bit more bulked up, did the original. Patterson film, yeah, it looks like a much slimmer version. But you think, oh, man, should be bigger, and it ain't like that sometimes in the natural world, is it? You know, you could have a big bit of a childbirthing one and a bit more of a sleeker. Well, if you look at even like bear species, you know, yeah. get the great big grizzlies and stuff, and then you go down to a much slimmer, smaller species of bear depending on the habitat and terrain. You yeah, know, and that's the thing. It's, you don't necessarily, you know, you wouldn't perhaps if you're in warmer or less less difficult terrain, you wouldn't want to be. A sort of I don't know forty stone creature yeah. in terrain that's desert where you might find the food a bit more slim picking. Exactly. If it's about going I mean? out to do the big hunt and the woman's like you know looking at yeah. picking berry picking and you know. Well, I'd imagine this this sort of thing. I'd, I'd imagine such a creature would be an omnivore. I'd, I'd imagine it'd be hunting more things like the biggest things they'd probably be catching. It'd be something along the lines of sort of like I don't know gopher kind of things and <laughs> foraging. I mean, yeah. oh well, yeah, I can't imagine that fucker chasing down a sheep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> or a rabbit or something you know what I mean but um, you know because that's the thing as well what food it eats you know so well, the veg there to eat for a big one isn't it you know, you know yeah it would but there's also not an awful lot of food to eat in those areas it's yeah. rocky it's terrain it's dusty it might be a case of even digging up like roots and tubers and things yeah. it might be it might be sort of a, but you know it, it looked like you're on a bit of a mission it did it was walking fast when it were on one yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I think what you the point you made about this particular footage is like you see you can see it walking, you can see it moving, and then it sits down. If you wanted to be observed, yeah. you'd keep walking. Exactly. But it didn't. It yeah. squats. Or a bit more of a walk, and then a squat, just to kind of like, does everybody see me? Yep, here we go. Yeah. Behind, well, you know. a, another point of this though is that they were the last car on the train. Ah, yes. Yeah, so so it might be walking for like fucking good for you. I mean, it yeah, depends yeah. how many cars are on the train. It might be about, big trains like in America, you might have 20 mm, cars. Yeah, it might be walking it? for a couple of minutes yeah. before it's finally gone, oh, fucking hell, that's that done. And it might be, uh, again, taking the flip side, it could be because it's, if it was a man in a suit, yeah. it decided, right, train's gone. I'm fucking boiling. Yeah, I want to sit down. Yeah. That's why he's had a squat mm. down because he's. What do you reckon percentage-wise? And you, you know, you a believer? Oh, I don't know. But then again, I don't like. No, I won't say I'm a believer. Mm. But I'm definitely not saying it wasn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm. I need more information. I want to see if there's any more footage from the train. I, I think it is the best footage to see all these squatch hunters and all the rest of it and these bits in leaves behind trees, peeking faces and all the rest of it. I ain't been I've never had a feeling like that since the Patterson film. Like, you know, I think yeah, it's just it's, such it's a as good, good if yeah. not better than the Patterson is it film. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it because you couldn't see the feet on this one, you see, so you couldn't uh, see his obvious shoes. <laughs> <laughs> You know it gets me all fucking hot. <laughs> That's why I do it. <laughs> I'm not biting. Get you all peppery. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't go there. 
<laughs> the needle's in the right. All right, that's it, it's over. But I think this footage is as good as that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I definitely hope that. Like, I've never been excited. That yeah, I saw that. It's oh, not shit, some. That's good. It's not somebody in a black suit ducking around in a forest. Yeah, yeah. You're and he's just a squat junter, you know what I mean, with his mate in bushes. Yeah, he's just like. This he, is it. I really like the, the train. I like the idea of the. It's the last train. No one else has filmed it. Somebody took a couple mm. have seen it and then a total random has heard it and thought, you know, someone probably younger, I bet, you know, yeah. flipped out the phone. They're so used to it, aren't they? Like fucking yeah, quick cowboys. Yeah, quick footage, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is it. I think that's what's happening there. So I yeah. think it's definitely a potential. And, uh, and it's got know? characteristics, which I love that bit of hiding. You just think he's used to doing that, you know? Yeah. I love that idea. But like I say, playing devil's advocate with it, I do think potentially if it's been walking along all that time, so hoping it'd be filmed, yeah. if it's the yeah. person. Yeah. And it is the fact he sat down, went Trains gone past. Yeah, it's almost like, like I say, sure it's hot out there. Yeah. Waited and he's like, oh, fucking hell, fire! You know, oh. it might be doing it for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah could be. But oh, at the same time, the way it prank. moved naturally, it yeah. did move. It seemed to move really. Yeah. Um, I got. Um, I got sent one by Ed. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Ed. You're an absolute diamond. I love this kid. I fucking love Ed. I don't even know him, but I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he said it's a good one. I know it the mirror. I was getting all giddy about it. Somebody was like, oh, Ben, it's the mirror. I'm yeah. like, wow, it's in print. You know? yeah. But um, that bit where there's like three states, thinking, wow, this is this is bizarre. You know what yeah, I mean? Let's yeah. actually focus in and do a little bit of a, a research study of the area or try a bit yeah. of a finder of it. So you think, oh, I think they need to because the thing is now with, with you know whether there is or not it's that same reason like forgetting you're looking at for really studying to try and find what less monster which I, I think that's an absolute fool. I area. love I love that it's there though it really gets me cosy does yeah, Loch Ness. Just, just, me as just well. keep doing it please but I, I'm the same as you I'm not a massive. Yeah, uh, I think, I think you, you, you'd be better look somewhere else. I mean again that's what David Attenborough said if he, he believes in any sort of like it's, it's cryptid yeah. he says it's Bigfoot. Wow, and he says yeah. that that's the one that he thinks potentially could be out there. There yeah, could be something yeah. out there. We've had we've had hominid species of that sort of sort that in our in our genetic past yeah. with you know homo. The wild ma manabonio, you know what I mean? We yeah. all thought it were a myth till we found an orangutan. Yeah, yeah. Plus the area that this bigfoot were found, you know, it's very famous for being. There's three areas of America that say, well, yeah, that is a big enough habitat that's unspoiled, un you know like spoiled by humans or patrolled yeah. uh, that it could live in and it was there you know what I mean yeah uh, so that's another thing ticking the box for yeah me. this is it so it's like yeah so it is it's, 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 there's a lot of potential so all I'm saying is the jury's out I don't yeah, think yeah, you can, I don't yeah. think it's not with that amount of footage can you say yes that's definitive proof of a Bigfoot yeah. you need more. It's like somebody said as well. They said, you know, what they need to do is he was taking a big old shit up there or something. Absolutely. Get up on site and see if you can find it. Yeah. Look for hair fibers. Absolutely. You yeah. need an ex expedition to that site Ox now. Yeah, I thought they'd do that pretty much straight away. Yeah. Release the drones, even. You know, what I mean, surely they could just swoop in with the drones and check the area. You yeah. Know well, it? maybe, but you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that kind of buzzing would just scare anything off. In no, the area. I mean looking for shit. You know, what I mean, I put prints. Well, I think he's. Got Got to be boots on the ground. You've got to yeah. have boots on the ground. Oh, You've got to study boots, the area. Yeah. You've got to look at the area. That's yeah. the, that's my. I tell you what, though, we've had that, and we haven't ever because we've been off so long. Uh, the per is it Peruvian aliens? Those little aliens. Have you ever done a bit of a deep dive with yeah, them? It's bullshit. Is it? Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it's the guy who has brought these Peru uh, the, or these Mexican aliens or whatever they are, wherever yeah. from South American alien creatures, meant to be fossilized. He has a long track record. 
of presenting. Hey, look what I found. He's Strange there. animals. He's done for. Right. He's all hoaxes. Yeah. I wanted to check. Hoaxes. I didn't go deep yeah, on some of them. Yeah. Couldn't ignore. A little yeah. bit of tidy in there. We need let's to keep, Let's keep our eyes firmly on the Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you don't always have to go to like America or South America or sort of Asia to find your Bigfoot hit. Hmm? Sometimes the only place you need to go to is Scotland. Wow. Oh, down road here, that Bigfoot sighting we've had here. Well, that's true. It's, yeah. it, could be, it could be all over the place. But there's one here and it's known as the Amphiliath Moor. Right, otherwise known as the Big Grey Man. Oh, cool. Right. Now this is in the Cairngorms area of Scotland, so up in the mountains, the, the wild ranges. I've been, I've been up Cairngorm myself, and it's like you know, wow, it's wild yeah, and remote yeah. area up there. You know, it's been really good. This is just a little piece I found on uh, just on Wikipedia, and this is the description it says. It says, although there've been many purported encounters with the big grey man, a few eyewitnesses have actually seen the creature, but it is reported to be very thin and over ten feet. Tall. Oh, that's a big boy, isn't it? Dark skin and hair, long arms, broad shoulders. More often, the creature remains unseen in the fog of the mountain, with encounters limited to the sound of crunching gravel as it walks behind climbers, and a general feeling of unease around the mountain. Tangible evidence of it ex its existence is limited to a few photographs of unusual footprints. So the majority relies on the credibility of eyewitness encounters. So the figure has many similarities with Brennan Hwyd, right, which means Grey King of Welsh mythology. Oh, right. right. And this figure is also semi-corporeal or ghost-like, yeah. silent, and uses the mists as a cloak to prey on unwary travellers. Unlike Amphiliath, Brennan Hwyd is found in mountainous locations across Wales, and is particularly noted to prey on children. Oh, snack size. So we've got some sightings. So in 1925, J. Norman Colley gave the first recorded account of a Grey Man encounter. A noted hiker, professor, and member of the Royal Geographical Society, Colley recounted a terrifying experience he had while hiking alone on the summit of Ben Macdui years earlier in 1891. He says, I was returning from the cairn on the summit in a mist when I began to think I heard something else that than merely the noise of my own footsteps. Every few steps I took, I heard a crunch, and another crunch, as if someone was walking after me, but taking steps three or four times the length of my own. I said to myself, this is all nonsense. I listened and I heard it again, but I could see nothing in the mist. As I walked on, and the eerie crunch, crunch, crunch sounded behind me, I was seized with terror. 
and I took to my heels, staggering blindly among the boulders for four or five miles, nearly down to the Rothy Murkus forest. Whatever you make of it, I do not know, but there is something very queer about the top of Ben Macdui, and I will not go back there again. Wow. So that's his encounter. Now again, weirdly enough, we can go back to my encounter in the forest where I had the absolute fear and yeah, I ended yeah. up running. He's had a similar sort of encounter himself there. He's not really seen sort of... I think it's enough for them, you know, when you're doing one footstep, you're realising that it's whatever it is, it's got a massive fucking... Yeah, well this is it, you know, it's a huge step there, you know. It says a colleague's encounter was reported to the local press, which started a debate between sceptics and believers within the community. Other climbers came forward with their own encounters, which had previously been sh- been afraid to share. One climber, Hugh D. Welsh, said that he had hiked the summit with his brother in 1904, where throughout the day and night they heard slurring footsteps, as if someone was walking through water-saturated gravel and both felt frequently conscious of something near us. An eerie sense of apprehension. So they've got that fear, they've got that terror sort of setting in, you know what I mean, while on the mountain. Now you've got to remember as well, this is like 1895, this is uh, 1891, sorry, 1904. This is not an era where there's going to be loads of people on the mountain. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you get like goats and deers and, you know what I mean, that footstep is totally different to a human. Well, it's a scurrying footstep, it's like a hurried click, 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 it's like that. Whereas like if somebody's crunch, Crunch, yeah. crunch, following Some mistake Yeah, that's right. So in 1945, Peter Densham was participating in rescue work in the Cairngorm Mountains during World War II. One day he reported hearing strange noises, mist closing in on his location, and increasing pressure around his neck. He fled before seeing anything concrete. A friend of his, climber Richard Freer, wrote about his, about his sense of a presence utterly abstract but intensely real on the mountain and heard an intensely high singing note a few years later in 1948. Freya also presented the encounter to another mutual friend who wished to remain anonymous while camped on Ben Macdui. He reported waking up feeling an inescapable feeling of dread and looking out of his tent to see a large figure with dark hair standing in front of the moon in silhouette. Shit. Yeah. In 1958, naturalist and mountaineer Alexander Tuignon published an article in the Scots magazine about an encounter with a grey man in 1943. I spent a ten-day leave climbing alone in the Cairngorms. One afternoon, just as I reached the summit cairn of Ben Macdui, mist swirled across the Lalig grew and enveloped the mountain. The atmosphere became dark and oppressive. A fierce, bitter wind whisked among the boulders, and an odd sound echoed through the mist. A loud footstep, it seemed. Then another, and another, and a strange shape loomed up, receded, and came charging at me. Without hesitation, I whipped out the revolver and fired three times at the figure. And when it still came on, I turned and hared down the path, reaching Glenderry in a time that I have never bettered. You may ask, was it really the fear of Muir? Frankly, I think it was. 
Jesus. I love them days you had revolvers. I know, I see you just up mountains. I'll bring a gun. (laughs) (laughs) A trusty revolver. (laughs) They never know, there might be a... <laughs> it's in it, uh, yeah. the logic. That's the thing with that, but that's the mindset of the people of the time. It's yeah. like, who knows might get me? Yeah. Look out for the gypsies. <laughs> yeah. We'll need to shoot those. <laughs> odd times. Yeah, very odd. So no to- your aid. <laughs> <laughs> no photographs of the big grey man have ever been taken. Photographer John A. Rennie supposedly found a series of footprints in Spey Valley measuring 19 inches long, right, and 14 inches wide. So that is a foot and a half long That's and a, big a foot, foot and a bit wide. That's a big foot, <laughs> yeah. These were published in a book, but he later discovered they were natural phenomena caused by rainfall eroding the snow. So no. potentially, you know, it could yeah. be, you know. But... There is one explanation for this, which I kind of like, and it's a bit of a strange, strange thing, right? Mm. And it's related to ghosts. Right. So, have you ever heard of a thing called a Brocken Spectre? No. Right. Well, Brocken Spectre. Yeah. So, Brocken Ghost. Yeah. So, let me find the Brocken Spectre. There's images of a Brocken Spectre. Wow. That How is fantastic. scary that is that? That is terrifying. That's a giant in a halo, you know, like a sun halo but, for camera time. But what was this description? Yeah, humongous man. There was something behind him as well, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. A Brocken Spectre. We've got a friend of ours who's had an experience and witnessed a Brocken Spectre. Fantastic. John Paul. Has he? Yeah, he's witnessed this. Wow. And what it is is when there's mist in the valley below you, or around you, and the sun is behind you, it acts as a camera and projects you onto the mist. Ah. That's a photographic, or like a, you know... Yeah, of someone, that's actually him. That's what a Brocken Spectre is. Wow, fascinating. Now, they've always said in all these experiences with the grey man here, they've always said in every one, the mist obscures him. Yeah. You don't see it. Rather than making him, it obscures him. Yeah, that's it. And, of course, the other thing with mist is, I don't know if you've ever been in high mountains in mist. A little bit. Yeah, it reflects sound yes. and distorts sound. Yeah, it acts yeah. almost like a war or a sounding yeah, board. Yeah. So the crunch, crunch, crunch comes back from different angles, mm. different sounds and pitches. Yeah. And then you might come around a corner and look down and some these great grey figures there. Yeah, you're Fucking real. hell, it's yeah, terrifying. You're off, aren't you? You're not going to stand yeah. there and inspect or wave around. Oh, it's me. You're just, yeah. like, you're off, you're just you? off. You're just off. Firing your revolver, right? <laughs> yeah, this is it. Well, that's the case. That's good about the noise. I'm about to go back to that what about the noise, but you're right. It is super weird. I remember once I got off in, uh, we were at the caravan, and literally years. Is, yeah, we're, we're in my twenties, you know what I mean? And you know when you you see freaky sea fret, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, I don't remember. Actually, it must have been a bit later in the day because I had a bottle of wine and some <laughs> other substances. Um, but I, I thought, right, into it I go, you know what I mean? And I thought, you know, careful about it. I thought it's only cost, you know. What I mean? We're on the uh, on the beach, and I thought, yeah, me me um, my footprints in the sand. I'm not going to get all fucking yeah. monkey about it, I lost. So I'm quite careful. But it was the sound and just the the isolation of it, and just yeah. it was so lonely and so Plays weird. Your and so, it, yeah, your senses. And it's foreign. It was so foreign yeah. with that feeling. I can really remember that. But that enclosed, and you're right about noise. There was nothing. Even seas felt really weird and yeah. sounded weird. It does. It messes with the senses, and I think that's that's the situation here. But what I will add, people say, oh well, you know, you always go for the easy explanation for something yeah, like yeah. that. 
the broken spectrum itself is a weird phenomenon. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a weird way, or well, what is weird to see uh, some spirit creature yeah. or this wonderful sort of like vision yeah. of, a, a, of your own reflection on it because it's very rare to see them you I don't bet, see them yeah, broken yeah. specters are very very rare to see so if anything you've got more you know just as much sort of like privilege yeah. to see this wonderful phenomenon I definitely won't poo poo it but you do need to look at it all don't you you can't just yeah. say one to other or swing about but I just love yeah. that idea it does match it, especially that light behind it and it's such a bizarre lantern trick isn't it yeah. you know, when you got that light well, that's why I've included like it as well is because we, you know, we've got some wonderful footage real life footage or what looks like real life footage you know of a camera phone footage of a mountainside with a hairy man walking along it and a strange scenario yeah. but it, it's weirdly sterile they're on a train they're yeah. watching it go past it's, you may as be watching it on TV yeah whereas we've got the com we've got the obverse of this where yeah. we've got like a man on a mountain in the mist and he's yeah. seeing and hearing and, and he's freaked out it's exactly. a sensory experience and that bet when you're in this shit and it's next year it's a totally different trip in it you know yeah. you know how everything the feet funny we said before show got a couple of little um, and it does bounce on a couple of little spooky tales of one chap who works down the who works down the docks called Lee yeah. um, but he saw one at the docks and he said he just came in really saw a early. ghost or well he, he came in really early yeah um, and he's indoors shall I say and he he just looked left and he just saw a proper ghost you know, he just stood there you know, he said a human it figure, so. a human figure. He didn't see features. It was just literally there, glowing. Everything was dark, and this thing was glowing. He, he said he just turned right, and he didn't look back. He couldn't. He couldn't look really? back. Really? And he just hurried off away from. I thought, right, I'm not going that way. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, didn't he want? He said, I didn't want. I saw it first. And I, you know, when you're looking away, and you think, oh, you just focusing on summer and your head's already turning it were like a massive decision like no way yeah, we're not going back that's yeah, it not okay. turning back weirdly enough because I think that's a really great great uh, example that because it's almost like if you were to see something like a panther or a puma yeah, yeah. you know you saw something which is potentially dangerous and terrifying you won't be running at it and going oh there's yeah. a puma there's a puma there's a puma yeah. in a weird way you'd sort of want to get out of that situation you eye contact for long would it it's like a bit of a you'd want to a half an eye you'd want to just yeah, know it's yeah. there yeah. But, it, it, but it, it, there'd also be the fear of letting it know you had seen it yes so yeah. for example if you acknowledged it if you if he were to turn around and say like you know, ha! I see, I see you, ghost. Yeah, yeah. It might be the case that then, by doing it, by you, you are making it even more. You're almost inviting it in, connecting you, to connecting it. to yeah, it. Yeah. You may, you're creating that connection, and then that might be your doom. Exactly. There might be that thing of to say, like, I've seen this. I'm walking away. Yeah, and he's such a level-headed person. This is not his style at wow. all. You know what I mean? But it goes on to the second one. Yeah. So you know, he said, "Oh, I've seen another one." You know, I'm like, "Oh, why? What happened?" Well, he used to live in house in, I think it were uh, Middleton or something like that. Uh, he's a southerner, like you know what I mean. Yeah. And I don't know reasons he's up here, but misses or something. But bit of an old house, you know what I mean. You know the old bit, things going missing. It was yeah. just one of them houses that did a lot of noises, a lot of stuff going missing. They used to joke about it. They were aware of it, but not terrified of it. Yeah, or nothing it was, massive, but it was one of them houses. Pinned anything on it? Exactly. It was just like bloody hell, that's gone again. Yeah. But it were noises on the landing that were a big one for him. You know, upstairs landing, top yeah. of the stairs. Uh, and it was one of them that had a bit of a central staircase and you had two halves of a... Oh, I know what you, you know mean, what yeah, mean? So yeah. there were bedrooms to the right, bedrooms to the left. And so a central staircase. Exactly, yeah. central staircase and a hall that kind of 
T, yeah. you know, so the staircase went up and it were a T at the yeah, top yeah, of it. Yeah, like a proper long landing. Exactly, yeah. and it, one of them that you'd hear footsteps or noises on there at different times of day. And he says uh, the worst one morning, you know, one morning everybody's at school, wife are at work, and he's at ex- exiting the house on his own, you know what I mean? He's getting his shoes on, um, gets his coat on, hears the noise upstairs, he's at the bottom of the stairs, looks up and sees someone jump across. A full in the air. Oh! You know, like a dirt, dirt, you know, like. And then a leap. A leap, totally airbound apparition just went past that. Fucking hell! It's fucking horrible, isn't it? It it's really the leap. got me. The leap. It wanted to, you know, to get past you. What? I don't know. Oh. It's awful, and it the walking slowly past is bad, but a leap. You saw it completely oh. in the air, full shape, full adult size, in the air, leaping past. Did you know, hear it land? Did he say? Did he really say? Really, yeah. He did say like it continued like a do do off again. You know what I mean? The same noises that he hears all the time. But they were, and they were that space, you didn't really hear a hard landing or a hard takeoff. It literally do do whoop, saw it, leap, do, do, and it was gone, you know, or it landed out of eye shot, but it was fully oh, in the air. <laughs> Crouched, kind of, you know, like if you would want to jump, that you'd have took legs tucked. That's one of the weirdest, only a little story, but see, one of the weirdest ghost stories <laughs> I've ever heard. It really got me when you said it, like, Lee, say all that again, say all again, what is that? And they were quite matter of fact, oh, no, mate, no. you know, just like, like that is awful, that like, is really bad. Weirdly enough, the, the the best ghost stories, I and mean, in fact, we we used a couple in our first sort of like Halloween special that we did, where there's just ordinary guys or ordinary people who just happen to see something extraordinary, and that's yes. what Lee's story is there. It is totally. He's just a straight up kind yeah. of guy, yeah, he is. jobbing kind of lad, and yeah. he's just sort of said, "Oh, by the way, I saw this." You're yeah, like, yeah. What? He's not one to make up. Yeah. He ain't at all. He's so level-headed. You know what I mean? He's just like he's just such a level person. You know what I mean? Oh he my god. Awful. And that did spur him to move out of that house, you know what I mean? He just, it did. didn't, like, just <laughs> didn't like the feel of it at all, you know, he didn't tell wife or oh, it was like, oh, <gasps> you know what I mean? we're off. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid, our kid. Is it that time already? It is, our kid. <laughs> it is that time. God damn. <laughs> nah, it's nice to be back, especially yeah, Halloween. You know, I mean, no, we pushed the ball out. We ain't had time, and it, that was nice. That yeah, was a nice bit yeah, of Halloween. We've actually casting. stuck in a fair bit of spooky there. No, we have, we didn't think we had any, and we had yeah, some. There was some spooky going on. Yeah. That was good, that was good fun, that, that. So, what I think we need to do, we need to finish on a spooky story. Oh, yeah. So, I think this, this could be a good one, this. Now, this is um, this is from uh, Tom Slemon, and he's doing like, he does a piece, right, for the for the People newspaper, right, and it's, uh, but I mean, it might not be, not, I don't think it is for the people. It's, it's basically a piece he calls Haunted Wirral. Yeah. Now Wirral is the Wirral Peninsula is up near Liverpool. It's up that kind of area right. there, and it's beautiful places. The Wirral Peninsula, yeah. really, really gorgeous, wild and a bit remote. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a very nice place to go. And uh, so actually, what it is is uh, 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 Tom Slamman, he writes for a, for a paper called the Globe, by the looks of things here, right? And so he's looking at a piece, right, called 
and he, he refers to it right as uh, the a strange looking jaywalker now i get a feeling that tom slemon might be well living in the uk but i think he might have some american roots because jaywalking yes yeah, he's very so, much so, so that you know there's a little bit of the writing this has that kind of feel but we'll just see how it goes let's yeah, roll along with it right absolutely the rough rectangular Wirral Peninsula has ghosts in each corner and throughout the varied terrain of its land, on almost every major road and in every village and major conurbation, there are supernatural presences, apparitions and unexplained occurrences. From the rolling hills of West Wirral to the sandy beaches of the East Coast, from its lush woodlands to the urban sprawl of the housing estates, there are paranormal mysteries to be found. And that's not just my opinion. Every day I receive letters and emails from readers about some unexplained incident of a paranormal nature. Here's just one of my many entities haunting the Wirral. On Thursday morning, May the 25th, 1967, a 41-year-old man named Gary Evans was driving down the Mount Road at Bebbington on his way to an angling club in Williston when a bizarre-looking man stepped out into the path of Gary's Ford Corsair. Gary braked in time and glared at the strange-looking jaywalker. He had on a large straw boater, which, as you know, would be like, is a straw hat with a flat top. And oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that kind of hat. A calf-length coat emblazoned with garish stripes reminiscent of a deck chair. But most striking of all was the stranger's face. It looked as white as chalk and there were red streaks and stripes running vertically through the man's forehead to his chin. Ugh. He had a striped face. <laughs> there were also red circles around the eyes of the eccentric looking figure. Ugh. Gary wound down his window and yelled, Get out of the way, you barn pot! I almost <laughs> ran you down there! The man did not utter a word in reply, but lifted his hand, which was as white as his face, and he presented his palm to Gary, gesturing for him to stay away. Then he pointed to a lane on the right, and it was deserted lane, and Gary, Gary Evans had never noticed it before, and he could see it was running south, almost parallel to Mount Road, as far as the eye could see. Now, for some reason Gary could never explain, he decided to continue his journey via this hitherto unknown lane, and as he drove towards it, the man seemed to vanish. What happened, what happened next was bizarre and terrifying. Seconds after Gary drove away from the spot, seven people were, were seriously injured when there was a pile-up at the junction of Mount Road and Brimstage Road involving a double-decker bus and two cars. Wow. Massive accident So occurred. you would have run into that? That's it. Had Gary continued on his intended route, it's highly likely he would have been injured or possibly killed in the pile-up. When he arrived at the Angling Club at Williston, Gary mentioned the amazing shortcut he had taken from Mount Road to Bebbington, and a club member named Raymond, an RAC patrolman who professed to know every road and country lane in Wirral, said there was no such shortcut. Oh, wow. And furthermore, he claimed that if the route Gary described existed, it would have to go straight through Clatterbridge Hospital, several farms, and cross Raby Mere Road. 
it wasn't Scotch Miss. I travelled down it to get here, snapped Gary, and he insisted on Raymond getting into his car so he could yeah. drive him to the shortcut. Raymond eagerly got into the car, and along with the two other bemused members of the angling club, he and Paul Gary the old drove around for 20 minutes before he was forced to admit the shortcut had apparently vanished. Wow. When Gary heard, later heard of the pile-up at the spot where he had been diverted by the man in the deck chair striped coat, he felt he had been saved by some ghost. He often travelled down Mount Road over the years, but never saw the oddly dressed man of saviour again. Now, one sleety evening in January 1984, Kathy and Deborah, two sisters in their twenties from Birkenhead, were travelling down Mount Road, higher Bebbington, on their way to a friend's cottage, when they saw an odd-looking man at the roadside waving frantically at them. Kathy unwisely pulled over, and despite her sister Deborah telling her to drive on, and the two young ladies saw a young man in a straw hat and long white coat with red and blue stripes rush out from the grass verge. He stood in front of the Ford Escort and slapped his hands down on the bonnet and then he made a wild waving motions with his hands as if he was gesturing for the sisters to turn and go back. Kathy thought she heard the man yell, Shoo! Shoo! Ah. Thinking the stranger was unhinged, Kathy reversed a little and drove round the outlandishly dressed man. The sisters laughed at the incident, but the smiles were wiped off their faces less than a minute later, when the same man was seen running out into the path of the escorts. Uh. He must have a twin, remarked Deborah. But Kathy said, no, it's him again. How did he travel down the road so fast? In the glare of the Ford Escort's high beam headlamps, the sisters saw that the eerie man had a face as white as snow, streaked with either blood or paint, and its eyes were dark and penetrating. Kathy was spooked by the man's ghastly face and had the feeling she was looking at a ghost. So she turned the car around and proceeded to her friend's cottage via another route, which took in the Rest Hill Road. The sisters later heard that there was a horrific crash on Mount Road, literally seconds after they left, where a Vauxhall Viva hit a Datsun pickup and careered into another car, and the lady in the Vauxhall Viva was tragically killed. It would seem then that the man in the striped coat and straw hat is some ghost who seems to warn motorists whenever a crash is imminent. But who on earth is he? The earliest report of the ghost is on the morning of March 6, 1957, when a cyclist saw him the distinctive figure at a junction of Mount Road and Clatterbridge Road. And that was shortly before a crash involving a bus and a motorbike. The latest reported encounter with the ghost took place as recently as Saturday, August the 6th, 2022, when a woman driving a Volkswagen Golf down Mount Road at 9pm saw a figure of a man in a long striped coat run into the path of her car near the Traveller's Rest pub. The hat of the jaywalker came off as he flew down the road, but when the woman slowed down and gazed in the mirror, she saw the man had vanished. If you are in the area of Babington, keep your eyes peeled the mysterious ghost in the striped coat. Oh, I tell you what, they're spooky anyway when anybody's doing that sort of business, but a boat hat and a stripy thing, white mm. faces, red lines, that's really scary, man. It's like some of shining or somewhere. Or, striped coat, striped outfit, strange face, Indrid cold. 
Oh! That's what I thought immediately. So wow. for those who aren't in the know, during the Mothman flap over in sort of like the Silver, well, is it Silver, is it Silver Lake? I think yeah, it's yeah Lake. something like that, Silver City. It was um, during that entire flap of Mothman. Um, during that time, there was a character called Indrid Cold was seen. Yeah. Pale-faced, grinning figure with a striped clothing. God, he did, didn't he? That is bizarre. Yeah, and he was... Impending what, doom and danger. That's what he was doing. He was running out into the road, was injured, called stopping vehicles. He was actually talking to them, but he was talking about potential dangers and things that could be going on. Oh. He was a strange character. I think this was the same character. Oh, that's good. That's really good, <laughs> yeah. Link. Yeah, because the Mothman story's fucked up, but he makes it really bizarre or sickening yeah, in the belly field, doesn't that's it? it? Yeah, but that's the thing. With, but there's lots and lots of different encounters with somebody that could be injured cold. That the it's a whole phenomenon. Is the is the, the character, strange character in a striped outfit, Whoa. is a whole thing which we're gonna like look into at a later stage. Oh, please, you do. know what I mean. Yeah. I even think, to be honest, that kind of character, whoever it is, still even to me has a little bit of a, a link to something like um, a spring heel jacket. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Grinning, strange characters. You yeah. know, knowing well, the future and knowing the accidents are happening. Yeah, for some weirdly monitoring it or yeah. observing it. So, spooky! Very good, Arkin. Well done, yeah. son. Well done. So I think we pulled it out. Yeah, big yeah. time. I hope they enjoy it, you know. Well, it's we a bumper good. episode as well. Is so it? Like, if you need to, you can always split it in two and yeah. see how far it goes, exactly. you know. But we're, we're going to have to make tracks now. Yeah, just before I thought something really scary, Arkin. Oh, I bought a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try doing some edits myself. Don't know when, don't know how, but they might be a little bit raw. And if you want them, it's better than silence. Yeah. It? So we're gonna see. We're gonna Benny's see gonna try that. his hands. Yeah. So Let's see if I can fill the gaps yeah. a bit. If you're busy uh, with some Benny-ish type of shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We can't guarantee anything, but we're gonna see what we can exactly. do to get more But that content. is just a word yeah. of warning, really. So yeah. <laughs> we shall see. On that word of menace. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be a big spooky bye bye from Matt. And it's a bigger bye bye from Benny. And I mean it, guys. Take care out there. <laughs> <laughs> there are three ways you may contact Kraken Cove. Either by email at podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at Kraken Cove or Instagram at Kraken Cove Pod. Ha ha!